Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oh! And they say Mike doesn't move the rock, Adam. Oh, baby. man, he's dishing, he's slinging that thing. Oh. Yeah, throwing grenades. <laughs> grenades. What is everybody? Welcome to the Winner's Lounge. Let's go! Let's go! Presented as always by Bet365. Never ordinary. Certainly not tonight. How we do tonight, Deb? We did We did really well. We do our thing? We did our thing tonight. There was... Never mind. We did our thing. <laughs> we did our thing tonight. I can't yeah, believe did. it. I can't wait to hear which bets we hit. I, I wonder if we hit every single one. Did we go perfect tonight on our Nuggets bets? Or did we miss one bet? We missed a bet. They missed a bet. We did not miss our bet. To break all of this down with me, I got Snarfalophagus. New routine, fellas. Snarfsburgers during the game. Snarf scarfs in the pregame, and Rakia all night long. This no. is just how I'm going every Man, we're going to have a wild vote today. Every game going. for we're... the rest of the season. Right? Is that okay? Spicy, spicy vote coming. Uh, Harrison Wynn. They we're 1-0 in the 361 shoe era. Bro, oh. we have a lot to get to, man. 1-0, undefeated. One may never lose another game. Man, this is 361 is incredible. And then over there, Superstar Dev. We're done with Nike. Yeah, Nike, we we're Nike. done with them. We just signed a 361 deal. Yeah. You know who I'm not done with? Nikola Jokic. Nikola Jokic, who tonight gets his 32. We knew that was going to happen tonight, didn't we? And you know what, Adam? Never in doubt either. How does it feel to never doubt Jokic? How does it uh, feel? You know, you'd think you'd get tired of being right. Yeah. No. Man, I know it's crazy. Keep it coming, you know what I mean? <laughs> I mean, you guys were only right because the bench blew it, and he had to come that back was in, that was and then he hit a lucky that was Kale. Story. The prediction. Kale, have you ever yeah. doubted Jokic? <laughs> Can See, you imagine that's what if you happens, did? Dev. Every time they hit something, they gotta <laughs> hype it up. I'm just saying, every I time we hit it. something, crickets. 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 We, just, just we just said that I hit like six straight. Crickets. But you got that one wrong, and it was the worst <laughs> one. <laughs> you did go six or seven. You had a really good night. You just didn't have a night uh, like Boat and I had. Uh, let's, go, let's go to the fast breakdown here and relive this game. The win north of the border against the Raptors. Uh, clunky start, first note. A little clunky. Michael Porter Jr. hurt himself. Do you guys remember when he hurt himself in this game? A little yeah, concerning. Super then cool. guess what? Peyton Watson hurt himself as well. They're back-to-back hurts, man. I was in. I was a little nervous. <laughs> back-to-back hurts. Raptors back-to-back go to hurts. OG at center against Jokic. Big mistake. Peyton Watson hit a three again. Fourth game in a row now that he has made a three-pointer. It's interesting. Jokic in the booth, boys. Maybe my favorite part of the game. Harrison wins favorite lineup to end the first quarter. Jokic, yes. Reggie. Peyton, Christian, Strother. And that's where the group <coughs> opened up. Oh, yeah. Wasn't until then that they go on a nice little run. 29 to 20 Nuggets. The Booth boys and the bench, and this includes, by the way, Zeke Naji. they were defending their ass off in that second quarter, man. I actually thought all night long, the only time the Raptors scored, and they kind of hit uh, more of these than you think, they had some crazy prayer shots that kept going that in. That third quarter was a little... Yeah, we'll get to that one. But Raptors, uh, Raptors got a couple lucky buckets, but I just thought Denver's defense was... Really impressive. And I just have in here that second quarter, he wasn't great all night long. 
Peyton Watson's second quarter, really his whole first half, it was just flash after flash. He had a turnaround jumper. He had blocks. He had steals. It was an incredible first half and an incredible second quarter. Starters come back in and they're rolling. Nuggets up 61 to 44. The route is on. Third quarter, Raptors make a little mini run, but the Nuggets, they manage it and they extend the lead all the way up to 21. A couple of back to back threes, as you mentioned, at the end of that third quarter. It felt like it was over and it was going to be a party. Malachi Flynn, two in a row, back to back Hail Mary three pointers, where you're like, you got to be kidding me. Yeah. They were rainbows like this, nothing but net. Absolutely pure. It looked like Steph Curry's game winners the other day. You see that game winner yesterday? Yeah, off the screen. <laughs> Who'd he beat? Who'd they beat? <laughs> they beat the Boston Celtics. Oh, that's right. You must have been watching. Uh-huh. 90 to 75 Nuggets going into the final frame, and this is where the bench coughed up the lead a little bit. They had one good half. They did not have a great second half. Uh, coughed up the lead. Julian Strother, I have a note in here that he just gets muscled a lot. It's, I think, a missing piece from him at this very moment. It was a nine-point game with eight minutes to go. Starters back in. Five-point game with six minutes to go. And I'm sitting here going, you got to be kidding me. Is this the Thunder game all over again? Mm. Fortunately, the guy we believed in, Nikola Jokic, said, nah, man. I know some people didn't count on this, but if it gets close, doubters be I know what I'll do. I'll just make every shot, make every play. Him and Murray were transcendent in the clutch, as we've been known to see them do. And the Nuggets get the win. All right. Start us off, Dev. What's your big takeaway? My big takeaway was this was another game that it was never in doubt, and that was a game that I felt Denver even got bored in. Um, but they're looking more and more like themselves. Uh, the chemistry is starting to go, and that's with even the the, the second unit in different lineups. Um, Jokic with Project Dynasty looks beautiful. Um, but, yeah, I just feel like they're really looking like themselves. Um, that's my big takeaway. They do look yeah, – I, I love do. that big takeaway. I, let's hang on it for a second because I'm with you. The Nuggets are one three-minute and 31-second collapse away from yes. us. From that take, not just being like, you know, what it being the consensus story. The Nuggets are back. They're so close. to Would that, would that make it six-game winning streak? Cause I it think they would. Two now, and they had a three or four before. So they, they were rolling except for that one three-minute and 30-second yeah. stretch. That's it. I, I agree with you. Since Murray has firmly been back in the rotation, this looks to me like the Nuggets. Yeah. And that goes into my big takeaway because the end of that Thunder game, that was so not like the Nuggets. We're not used to the Nuggets with Nikola Jokic and Jamal Murray on the floor blowing games in the crunch, in the clutch, in crunch time. They usually take care of business there. That's why the end of that OKC game was so jarring. It was the first time in a while where they haven't closed the game out when you know they enter clutch time with a lead. They did close out Toronto tonight, and they did because Nikola Jokic took over. Like Jokic had seven of the Nuggets last nine tonight. He had nine of the last fourteen, and it was the Nikola Jokic show down the stretch. I mean, whenever they got the ball to him in the clutch tonight. He made the defense pay, and this felt like the Nuggets that we know in a late close game where they had to close the opponent out. A hundred percent, man. And I love that Jokic kind of said, you know, enough of this. I'll put it away um, down the stretch. It actually absolutely was huge. What about you, Vo? Yeah, I, pretty similar to Devs. I wrote in the in the roundtable this morning. It's been a bit of whack-a-mole in terms of not seeing the Nuggets go full Nuggets, whether it's bizarrely Jokic struggles, Murray's missing games, Porter's missing shots, even Pope missed a couple there. But tonight, 
you get, even though Jamal doesn't finish with like an awesome statistical night, you got some vintage two-man game. He hit some tough buckets. Jokic was him again. Mike hits a clutch three. AG was good. And KCP's defense was intense down the stretch. And you even got one glorious bench stint. So that's the blueprint to winning, especially on the road. I'm not going to lose too much sleep over the second stint. I'm used to it. Uh, you give them one great one, and when the starters are playing like that, you're going to win a lot of games, even if they're on the road. So to me, this was just a real Nuggets performance, and it was awesome to watch. Oh, totally Nuggets performance. I got to say, though, my big takeaway, you know, I was off the show the, the last game, and I've sensed some, like, concern about Jokic. I don't share that concern at all. He had two bad games, and this was like a week and a half ago. The Nuggets have been rolling lately, and Yoke has kind of like managed to look for his moments. Now, with one exception, and that was everybody in that Oklahoma City series, you know, inclu or, including him, which, by the way, should have been like a 10-point win. They just let it slip. But to me, I don't mind how Yoke's been playing lately. When Murray was out, he ratcheted up his aggression. He was scoring a lot at a certain moment. But I don't feel like Yoke has been passive, pouty, not wanting anything. I just kind of feel like he sees the Nuggets are kind of getting a rhythm, and he's trying to up that rhythm. Tonight, he had a good game. And then the Nuggets lost the lead, and he was like, you know what I can still do? Dominate scoring, and he did. And I just thought, that, Yoke, to me, I hope this puts to bed some of the concern or worry about Yoke not. Maybe he's he slumping. Is he this or that? Like, I don't think so. I honestly think the Nuggets are rolling right now. Yoke's rolling right now. And tonight when his points were needed, he put him up in a hurry. I think he had 10 in the fourth. Is that right? He had 21 coming into the fourth because we were worried that he wouldn't get 31. Uh, he gets 10 points in the fourth quarter, and he just <coughs> made it look easy. In fact, he <laughs> those passes he had where it looked like he was shooting – Waits to the last possible second and then throws it. That's like vintage Yoke, man. That's oh, Yoke. Yeah. You know how hard it is to get a wide open three from your two best shooters? One was to KCP and one was to Murray. He got wide open threes to those guys in the clutch and all we wanted late to in do the shot shoot. clock. We were begging him to shoot. We were trying to get to 30. Yeah, we're like, yeah. this is your chance late in the shot clock. He's like, what if I do perfect basketball instead? Oftentimes, you just have to look at the setup, you know, like because guys make or miss shots, it happens. You know how many teams would kill to get wide open threes for their best jump shooters in the clutch? And yet Yoke is doing that in the rare instances when he's not scoring. I just, I feel like Yoke, um, his se season has been weird because he's had to carry so much. But I just feel like it's not lack of aggression to me. I think Yoke's calm. I think Yoke's like, oh, we got our guys back. Cool. We just got to get through the next four months on cruise control because we're going to, we're really good. Oh, um, yeah. I do think that, uh, him having Jamal out there just puts him in a different headspace. Yeah, so he take. just is a lot calmer because it is it does not fall all on him every single time. He does not get all of the attention when he has other guys that can score in there. The big change from this game and last game, I do agree that he's still playing well, but he took eight shots in last game. This game he took twenty three shots. Well, they won by thirty. He took 23 shots. He's I know, aggressive. But they won by 30 he's aggressive last game. in the, So he would have took 16. Like it wasn't that he just stopped playing. He didn't shoot while he was out there. He was he was passive. In this game, he was very aggressive. And that was from the start of the game where it put a lot of pressure um on other teams. Um so I, I do think that there was panic, but also it was from the spot of we've seen him be aggressive, we've seen him be efficient, we've seen him score every single time and then he decided not to so it's just a little bit different for us when he's not perfect um, yeah i think nikola Jokic's season always comes and goes in waves and the beginning of the season to me was him making a statement 
not to anybody outside of the team, but just a statement to the team. Like, we're ready to go. This is the tone we're setting this season. I'm going to come out, and I'm going to dominate LeBron James and Anthony Davis, and this is how we're going to start our regular season. And I felt like he wanted to set the tone with that, with his scoring. Um, and his scoring hasn't been the same. He hasn't been dominating the game the same way. Um, but I still think he's in a great spot right now. He had two bad games, like two historically really bad. bad shooting games. And, I and think, he got ejected. Like, I feel like, right. which wasn't a bad game, and we all agree it was a terrible ejection, but he wasn't a bad game. He was on pace for a good one. Totally. But it gets lumped in with the two bad games as in, like, an additional right. one where I don't think it should be. And, and, and since then, I game. think he's dialed back the aggressiveness because this is just a different section of his season. Right. You know, he's got Jamal Murray back. The bench is cooking. Uh, he's trying to get the, some other guys going. That seems to be where his focus is, where at the beginning of the season, it was on scoring and setting a tone with his offense. But Harrison, tonight in the part where you said he wasn't aggressive, the first three quarters, he checks out the game and they're up 20 points. You know what I mean? I just like, says he just he's being less aggressive now I, than I, he was I, at the start of the season. I know, but here's what I'm saying. He was that way because it wasn't needed. They're up twenty points. They were totally. On, they were on pace to another thirty-point win, and he was on pace to totally. another night where he did whatever. In the fourth quarter, they cut the lead. He checks back in, and what happened? They open up the lead more. He became aggressive. Yeah, he became hyper. So this is my whole point: is I just don't. I don't even think it's about aggressive or not aggressive. I think Yoke has a rhythm right now with everyone. Right. And if that goes away, then he goes to the the second. I'm punch, just comparing which is it. it to the start of the season. Would you agree that? The start of the season, he was more aggressive yes. individually than he is now. Uh, yes, but I, again, that's had, all I'm saying. But again, he had 23 points tonight. He had five three-point attempts. 31 points. Yeah, uh, I, I'm sorry, 20, 23 shot attempts yeah. tonight, which is a lot. Like it used to be, Yoke took 20 shots. That's totally. crazy. Totally. Took 23 tonight. Yeah. So again, by the way, it's more in line with three the early of five part. from three tonight. Just kind of a little fun. I mean, he's been so bad, and one of those was the the shot clock yeah. grenade from Mike. Uh, but who are we kidding? That was a clutch shot. If you wanted thirty, so three of five, just something to keep an eye on in terms of does he look more comfortable, comfortable, more confident? You know, the threes have looked so terrible this year. Uh, tonight they looked good, and he was the leading scorer on the floor tonight. Does feel like it's been a minute since we've seen that for either team. And so, yeah, I, I would say uh, whoever called that a reminder game in the pregame show was think, Was this a reminder? Uh, not really, but That's I'm going to claim it anyway because he scored 31. All right, <laughs> there you go. Um, what did happen today, though, that is inarguable is Jokic became the third Nuggets player ever to score 30 points against every team in the NBA but one, of course, the Denver Nuggets. He didn't, he can't do that. Look at this graphic. We actually got two updates to this graphic from when we put it out. He got 38 against the Rockets, his previous high was 32 and then now oh, a nice clean sheet you guys 31 against every team in the nba i actually think it, david thompson all-time scorer not just player all-time scorer carmelo anthony what's he known for scoring and now nikola Jokic, what's he known for passing and yet here he is also as an all-time scorer 30 incredible, piece against man. everyone incredible no notes? All I right. think we got to stop saying uh, against every team but one. He will never play against that team, so let's not even put that <laughs> in there. That's why I want to make it every clear. Every single team <laughs> in the NBA. Every team. Also, I mean, listen. Semantics. I hope he's a nugget for life, but the second he's not a nugget, they're a candidate. <laughs> they're a candidate. <laughs> it takes 30 or 30 so. days. Um, 
so I thought that was cool. David Thompson, Alex English, and now Nikola Jokic, it's, thirty it's piece. Like LeBron, yeah, the three best scorers in Nuggets history. It, it, <laughs> it's like LeBron, dude. Uh, not not as pure scorer as KD and Mike and Kobe and all LeBron did was score the most points in NBA history. And Yoke, who you just got to turn him into a scorer. Well, yeah. turns out he can do that too. <laughs> one one last Jokic note tonight. It was announced by Nick Nick DePaulo, who, by the way, is on the shoe beat. Now, he has great such an interesting. Beat. It is a great beat. Yeah. He's got uh, a new shoe partner. No longer going with the Hyper Dunks and Nike. Those are out of here. We're going with three six one Chinese brand. They're gonna yeah. make him a custom shoe. Now I only know three six one because that's the Aaron Gordon brand. I don't know anything else about. It. I tried to buy some for my daughters a while back. Couldn't figure out how to do it. I think Kevin Love had three six ones back in the day. I'm Did he really? But I will tell you this: I'm a three six one guy. Now keep them on the screen for a second here. These are not the the Jokic signature shoes by any art. I, I think they're gonna make one. Yeah. I was scrolling their catalog. You know what? I'm in. I don't know anything about them, but <laughs> Yoke's there. Same with Hotels.com. Guess what? I'm going there every day. Yeah. So I'm with it. What do you think? I think that they look beautiful. I I love the fact that he's going to be. The face of this, you know, like with Nike, there was just so many other people. He was never going to be the actual face of it. Now he has a shoe. He's going to have a shoe brand, which Nike just did not do, which is wrong in every single way. Um, but yeah, like 361 to the moon. Also, <laughs> I love the fact that this is the week of him just becoming a superstar. Dude, he gets his he's own He's becoming shoe. the face of the league. He this gets week. a commercial. He goes monster 31 point game against everything. This is a perfect week for him to just market himself and just to take off, you know, on that side of the of the field. Yeah, it's an interesting move from that perspective. Like the old Jokic is a guy who like doesn't care about this stuff. Oh, some new sh new shoes show up at the locker. Oh, I guess I'll wear these. Like I don't care about the color. Blah blah blah. That's the old Jokic. Like the different man Jokic is doing hotels.com spots, jumping on podcasts allegedly um now getting his own shoe with a brand that only has for sure aaron gordon and i think spencer dinwiddie but that's it it's not like they have a huge roster of nba players so they obviously cut a massive check for to get nikola Jokic, and i guess nike was just like oh we're done with this guy okay so does aaron gordon get a finder's fee yes. in, the for, in the form Guaranteed of a it. majority stake ownership yeah. in the Bro, shoe company. Do you know the story about uh, with Steph Curry, right? Uh, Under Armour. Yeah. That they had Kent Bazemore. Do you remember this? Yeah. He was an Under Armour guy. AG, Kent and Bazemore. Their strategy, or, and their strategy was to flood Kent Bazemore with love, like just give him so much stuff so that Steph would be like, damn, man, they so, really take yeah. care of you. So that was a nice, cute story about Aaron Gordon going to Sombord because he's a world traveler and wanted Marco to visit Jokic in his home country. Wait, conspiracy corner. He really went there to negotiate a shoe deal? Oh, man. <laughs> at the track? I think it's possible. Was that was that deal brokered at the Sombor Hippodrome? Well, can I tell you another thing about... Yeah, that's crazy. Can I tell you another thing? You know what you have to do, you typically, when you have a signature shoe deal, whether it's with Nike, but especially if it's with a Chinese brand, you know what you have to do every summer? What's that? Travel. Go to, go to you China. Gotta, gotta go to China. You gotta go to China. Yoke's gonna have to go to China if he plays at the Olympics oh, yeah, this summer. Dude. He's gonna get zero days off. I hope he says he's really just 
Cut and get do it for the check. I man. hope he says something like the Great Wall of China was you can have not the that big to be honest. <laughs> By the way, do we think there's a chance Aaron Gordon's gonna make more off this deal than Jokic is? There's a chance. There's a chance. <laughs> They're like, yeah. you are the CEO of the company. Now. AG is the smartest dude on earth, man. He saw when he saw Jokic exactly. He's like, all right, I gotta play the dunker spot. I gotta play off. This is gonna yeah. be great for me. I'm gonna get a shoe deal. I'm gonna make all this stuff. Work. The the bad part is we gotta say goodbye to the Joker logo, which is a great logo. It was a good logo. And uh, the good news is, though, there's going to be a Joker shoe, which could be cool. Or it could be really ugly. I don't know. This is incredible. <laughs> we need our uh, some Chinese correspondence. Uh, we're going to have to check into that. Uh, let's take our first break. We're a little late for it. On the other side, let's talk about the game again and all the rest of the players, oh, right, not yeah. named Jokic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, guys, sign up for uh, Circus Sportsbook. On Circus Sportsbook, you can bet all your favorite NBA games. Uh, you can win money like we do here on the DMVR Nuggets Winners Lounge. If you're betting on Circa Sportsbook. I made a lot of money. You guys made pretty good money, too, but I made a lot of money. <laughs> uh, you can download their app, CircaSports.com. If you're heading out to Vegas for a sporting event, hang with the fellas, family, trip, whatever it might be, stay at Circa. It's where we stay. Uh, you can get 20% off your stay with code DNVR uh, at Circa Resort and Casino. And the Circus Sports app, download it at circusports.com. Circus Sports bets can only be made while physically located in the state of Colorado. Must be 21 plus or older. All rights reserved. Circus Sports Colorado encourages you to gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call or text 1-800-GAMBLER or visit problemgamblingcolorado.org. Do not stare directly at that Jokic graphic. Do not look directly into the center of that Jokic graphic. It's too hot. It will hurt your eyes. At least put some Shady Rays on first, Ooh. you know what I mean? Shady Rays is my go-to sunglasses company because I don't think I should spend too much. I do think I should look awesome. And I especially think if I'm unsure of how I look, I should be able to exchange them for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. Luckily, Shady Rays has my back. There's no risk when we shop with them. They always have our backs. Exclusively for our listeners, they've got your back too. Go to ShadyRays.com, use code DNVR for 50, not 15, half off two plus pairs of polarized sunglasses. Try for yourself the shades rated five stars by over 250,000 people. All right, we are back here, segment two. Um, big weekend, by the way. I know there are a lot of people come into town over the weekend. Friday game, Saturday game, what's going on? Nothing, nothing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing's going on. Uh, I'm distracted now. <laughs> nothing at all is going um, on. <laughs> All right, I guess we're talking about now. I actually, the players I want to go to are the Booth Boys. Oh, because yeah. I thought the numbers are not going to do them justice tonight. And I just looked at the advanced numbers for them and just the like raw plus minus. And they're in the negative, you know, and their defensive rating is like mid. It's not that great. Mm-hmm. But I'm telling you, man, I thought they defended so well tonight, and there were flashes. You can't expect them to be great every stint, especially when he brings Iknaji back into the rotation and play him. But I just think that with these guys, there's a continued like confidence I have in watching them. And tonight you saw it, and Peyton Watson can be where we start. He goes 5 of 6 from the field tonight. He gets a steal. He gets a block. He gets an assist. He grabs four boards. I just feel like he keeps doing stuff, man. He just keeps growing. Peyton yeah. Watson did it all, and he he is all the way in the circle of trust now. Like, really? He's a, yeah, he's a, he's a rotation guy that actually gets to play a lot, and he's impactful every single minute that he's out there. Um, and that's now starting to lend itself on offense. He's doing it on offense where you have to guard him. He's opening up his game. He's doing step backs, dunks, threes, um, gets to the rim. He, he does everything 
Um, and you can see the confidence around him, not even just with him, but other players are making sure that he gets the ball, like they're gravitating towards him um, and playing off of him. Um, so this was another good game. And now this makes like five in a row where he actually is impacting the Seriously. game. Doesn't look like just a young guy out there, but he looks like a, a real player. Um, Four straight games of double figures for Peyton Watson. That's big, man. 18 points against Brooklyn, 13 against OKC, 10 against Dallas, 11 tonight. And I'm going to ask this question because I don't know the answer to it. I'm not ready to definitely give an answer to it. Is Peyton Watson better than Christian Brown right now? Oh, my gosh. Dude, you better hope that board's not watching this. Right. Is Peyton Watson better than Christian Brown right now? I think the last five games. The answer is yes. Is he making last, more yeah. of an impact than Christian Brown right now? I think yes. the last five games you I'm not ready. Yes. I'm not ready to go there. I'm not ready to I'm go there. I'm not ready to go there. I'm just asking the question. Are you, are you, are you asking questions? I'm are you guys ready to be honest? I'm just, I, because it's something <laughs> I've been thinking about a lot, you know, as yeah. the guy who discovered Christian Brown. Um it's something I've been thinking about. Yeah. I'm there. I think he is. And he's been, like, proving it. He's been consistently proving it. And it's on both <laughs> ends of the floor. Christian Brown has only been off, I mean, defensive right now. He hasn't had his moments um, in the same way that Peyton Watson does it. And, and Peyton Watson just pops. Like, it's a lot of, right. That's you it. can remember yeah. the plays on both ends. Um, but it's just always something happening around him. Um, but also, I don't think that Christian Brown has put together four straight games. This is the consistency for me. Yeah, Christian Brown just does it in a different way. Um, he's going to do it, I think, more strictly like on the defensive end. And he's not going to have like the highlight blocks that Peyton Watson does, but he's going to do other stuff on that end, that end that P. Watt doesn't do. Um, and you know, there there are little things here and there that Christian Brown definitely brings. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know the answer. Um, you know, I got a lot of respect for what Christian Brown did last season in the playoffs and the finals and Bruce P Brown or Christian, Christian Brown. Okay. And P Watt still got, you know, a ways to go to get to right. just that level of trust. But, um, these last four games have been eye opening. You know, what's funny is forget about double figure scoring vote five, uh, seven of 10, five of eight. Three of five, five of six. He's not even taking that many shots. He's just being very efficient He's in the shots efficient. that he gets and in getting double figures, man. I mean, he's only missed, what's that? One, three, four, five. He's only missed eight shots in the last four games. The biggest development to me is that the three-point shot looks a lot smoother. Now, it's it's going in, which is the thing. That's I'm, part of what makes it smoother. Yeah, yeah, that's the biggest part. But I would also actually say mechanically it looks more comfortable than it did in the preseason. At least he looks more confident. Uh, some of those pull-ups you could almost tell on the way up. Not pull-ups, but catch-and-shoots. He's like, do I shoot this? Yeah. But tonight, that one was a no hesitation, and it was dialed in. You know, I don't know if he's going to be like a 40% shooter or anything down the line, but he had to, that had to not be a zero for him. And in the last handful of games, I'm starting to buy it. Like, I don't think he's a, a sharp shooter, but he can shoot if he's open. And if he's confident taking those shots, uh, you know, that's something that's, look, your ceiling just goes up if you can take and hit threes, especially as a freak athlete. We know he can pick up kind of um, loose and, and ugly and awkward points in transition. But that having a, a reliable half court, like, oh, I'm open and I can shoot this, it goes a long way. He is so fun to watch right now, man. It really is just like <coughs> you feel like anything can happen. And I know we've done this a lot where we talk about molds, but 
you know, Jaden McDaniels to me is probably the closest one. Somebody asked me the other day about Mikael Bridges. I'm going to go ahead and concede something. I don't see Mikael Bridges because Mikael Bridges right now is awesome. Mikael Bridges is 26, I think, 27 years old. And Mikael Bridges two years ago I never thought was a number one option on a team. So Mikael Bridges has surprised me from the Mikael Bridges Bowl. But if you just said, like, Suns era Mikael Bridges, I kind of see Peyton right there. I mean, we'll see if the three-point shot can become as reliable. But in terms of just handle, guarding, all this stuff, like, his ceiling just keeps rising to me. You know what I mean? Like, I keep looking at him. Nights like tonight, I... He looks like he had, could develop an offensive game. That spin Absolutely. shot was great body control. Yeah. His handle looks good. His transition dunk was incredible. Like, yeah. He has some offense to him. Yeah, he definitely does. And I think a lot of the consistency he's found with just his numbers and his play has to do with the fact that he's playing 20 minutes a game now. He knows he's playing 20 minutes a game. He knows when he's going in. He knows when he's going out. And he knows who he's playing with. That lineup that you talked about, Reggie Jackson, Christian Brown, Peyton Watson, Nikola Jokic, and Julian Strother, that's a lineup that's played together now for like two weeks in a row. Right. No, that's a lineup that's always on the floor from like the five-minute mark of the first quarter to the two-minute mark of the first quarter. And right. in that stretch, they found a comfortability with one another. They found a chemistry. And I think a lot of this is Pewat just having a rock solid spot in the rotation and being confident and just building one game to the next. And he's in a great rhythm right now. Dev, how about this? Another three, 22 games without a three, four games in a row now with one. Like, what do you make of that? Knowing that even if he misses it, he's not going to go right out of the game. That's probably huge. Like, actually. He, he just understands yeah. like I'm, I'm solidified. I'm finally in the rotation. That has to be scary to be a young guy that, like, feels that you should be playing, but every time you make a mistake, it's like you're out of there. <laughs> like, you don't want to take those type of shots, and then when you do take it, you're second-guessing yourself. He doesn't look like he's second-guessing himself on any decision that he makes, even when he makes mistakes. He looks over at, you know, Malone. Malone, like, is like, keep going, keep playing. And he has the backing of Yoke. He has the backing of the players around him. Um, he is the guy for the second unit right now, so I think that it's more of, like, I know that I'm okay, so I'm just going to play my game. Yeah. yeah. I think that's exactly what it is. Remember when they asked Julian if he would ever take a soundboard? He's like, I do that. I'm yeah. to take get right to, to the, the bench. bench. I do feel like there's something to just any three, if it's out of rhythm or something, you know, you get in trouble for. So I do. I think that's exactly yeah. it, Dev. Um, where else do you guys want to go? Let's go to Murray. 9 of 22 tonight. 20 points, 4 rebounds, 6 assists, 1 steal, 2 blocks. Kind of did a little bit of everything. He was a plus 14. Didn't shoot that well. 9 of 22 is not that great. 2 of 7 from 3, not that great. But what do you? I'll start with you. What do you think of his night? Uh, I didn't think he was awesome in as a scorer in the second half. Like There were just some missed shots down the stretch. I think in actual crunch time, he and Jokic figured it out. But there was a little bit of I think he got too loose with it near the end. Uh, generally speaking... I just like the way that he um, passes the ball to Jokic. The way he's able to put Jokic in an advantageous position. And just, I think things are falling back into place with him back. This isn't an A-plus Murray game by any means, but he was pretty good when they did the bulk of their damage. That's true. And I think it was enough to carry them. And then, you know, Wynn's point earlier that this year hasn't, you know, it hasn't always been the same watching them close games. A lot of it to me has been either Murray's absence or working his way back. So I think that will stabilize. And I think we saw signs of that tonight. 
the thing I liked about this game um, from Jamal is the fact that this was him in home at home. You know, he, he had yeah. family in the crowd, and he wanted to put on a show. He wanted to perform and play aggressive, and we got to see a lot of shots from him. But also, we seen him, like, flip a switch and go, hey, it's time to win, and things are not looking good. I am not making shots. So let me go to my bread and butter. Let me go to the thing that's working. He started feeding Yoke every single time, and right. that's when they, like, you know, got that lead. That's when he started to understand, like, okay, this is not my night, but... I'm going to be aggressive, so they're going to take a lot of attention off of other guys. But also, when when I need to go to something, I'm going to go right back to that. And they had the the pick and roll that I feel like hasn't really been there lately. And it's maybe because, you know, Yoke hasn't been shooting as much. But he knew who to go to in this game. So it was not a great game for him. But closing, they won because he went to what you're supposed to go to when you have the best playing basketball on your, on your team. Yeah, he was solid tonight. He was under a lot of stress in this game, though, because in the first quarter, Toronto tried to post him up and go at him yeah. on every play. That yeah. was their game plan coming into tonight. Scotty Barnes, OG Ananobi, whoever, whatever ball handler or wing that Jamal Murray was guarding or that they got switched, they were going right at him. And so he was kind of under the microscope early. He got over 32 minutes tonight, which is the most he's played since he's come back uh, from this latest injury. And so I, I just think he's trending up right now. He's healthy, playing more minutes. And I feel like we're going to get a couple signature Murray games in like the next month. Yeah. You know when we're going to get one? Christmas Day? <laughs> I just feel like it's almost a lock that yeah. we're going to get a mid-Murray piece on that. On that game. Uh, let's take a break. On the other side, let's talk Aaron Gordon. Let's talk Michael Porter. KCP, I thought, had a quiet, like, perfect KCP night. We'll talk about those guys on the other side. <laughs> Breckenridge Distillery, guys. <laughs> I was on the Breck Distillery website uh, today, actually. BreckenridgeDistillery.com. I love Breck Distillery, man. Yeah. Great bourbon. They've got, like, vodka, too. They got other drinks, but their bourbon, I think, is where it's at. And I bought a bottle of bourbon for uh, somebody for a Christmas present. So, presents, nice gifts. Was it me? No, it was not you. <laughs> not you, unfortunately. Figured I'd ask. Um, just for yourself, BreckenridgeDistillery.com. Awesome bourbon. They've got the Broncos Blizzard Vodka as well. Reeky Seltzers made with Breck Spirits. Check these guys out. If you're a bourbon guy, if you're looking for a gift for somebody, BreckenridgeDistillery.com. You can go on their website. Their products are available in all 50 states. Shop your local retailer or you can visit them online. BreckenridgeDistillery.com for home delivery of award-winning Breckenridge spirits. They now, really are good, man. If you haven't checked them out, it's a, it's a really good whiskey. Yeah. Now tell me this. Where did you goons get off to at halftime? It's like you guys huddled up and went somewhere. Oh, for dinner? I went to Illegal Pete's. Ah, uh, that's the go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. Oh, it's I've... on the ad read? I actually went there? That's incredible. Great. And wait, and you go into Snarfs? This is crazy. I know, man. Not even a Snarfs read tonight. I'm just an avid fan. But back to Illegal Pete's. The go-to spot for burritos, buddies, and beer. It's been that way for 28 years. And don't fret, if you're more of a Marg fella or lady, yeah, you can do that too. It doesn't have to be beer. If you like the bowls, the reverse nachos, hey, can, I tell you, can I tell you guys yeah, something real quick, a little insight? I should have told Deb this an hour ago, but I forgot to. He's you go there it. and you want queso on your burrito bowl, just call it reverse nachos. Hmm. Reverse nachos is a bowl with queso in it, but for free, as opposed to, like, say, what Deb did tonight, which was for pay for it. Wow. So loopholes 
recommendations. You get it all during these ad breaks. Never tune out of the DNVR show. And remember, next time you and your buddies are looking for a spot to get some beer and burritos, don't think twice. Illegal pizza's nice. There you go. All right, back here, segment three. The Nuggets resurgence kind of is the story of Aaron Gordon's resurgence. Have you guys noticed? Because he was once again, I mean, nothing flashy tonight, but just living in the paint, being more aggressive. 12 points, five rebounds, two assists. But I just feel like there was something six games ago or so that he said, all right, it's go time. And as a result, the Nuggets are good. What do you, what do you make of that, Dev? Just having an extra guy that is really talented, really good, really unique. Um, that just makes them a different type of weapon. He really is a weapon out there because he is an IQ player with size, talent, athleticism. Um, and when he's able to score, it just opens up the floor and makes it a lot easier for everyone else. And also, he's used so well on the defensive end where you could put him on guys and it's going to make their night tough. Or he's going to just be able to use his like strength, athleticism, um, and it's going to make, make their uh, night tough. So just him being more aggressive, more aware of what's happening um, is opening up Denver's offense. Yeah, the efficiency with him has taken a leap from where it was a few weeks ago. Like, if you just look at his game logs from earlier this season, you see, like, 44% shooting, 35% shooting, 36% shooting, 20% shooting. These last, you know, five or six games, though, 6 of 9 from the floor, 7 of 9 from the floor, 6 of 9 from the floor, 7 of 10 from the floor. Right. So he's, he's getting back to doing what... The Nuggets need Aaron Gordon to do, and that's not do too much, bang inside, get easy buckets and dunks off of Nikola Jokic in the offensive class. And, I mean, he's playing the brand of basketball now that he played in the playoffs. Um, You know, usually in the regular season with him or anybody else, there's more room for experimentation. There's more room to explore your game, and then the playoffs, you kind of hone it in and just really stick to what your skill set is and what that team needs you to do to win. And Aaron Gordon's kind of been in playoff mode these last five or six games in terms of just his game and what he's doing out there and and what he's trying to do. Yeah, Yeah, I think those games off did wonders for him. Uh, It was the heel issue, right, he was dealing with. And, you know, that can, for a guy who's doing so much jumping and landing and physical stuff throughout a game like that, I would imagine that was a really hindering uh, aspect. So he looks a little healthier to me. It looks like those games off did a lot for him. You could say the same thing about KCP tonight, by the way, who has played so many minutes and I thought needed a rest. Now, I'm not sure I would recommend getting a concussion to like no. get yeah, one Not going. the best way to get a couple no, games but off. But I did seem, again, like back to my whack-a-mole point, things kind of seem reset right now. Like they got the five back. They're looking a little healthier. And maybe this is where you can you can start start going on a real run because all these guys are important to it. AG, KCP, and you're not going to be the best version of yourselves without all five of them. You remember, uh, uh, so he left for four or five games, missed because of that hill injury. Since he's come back, his numbers, 13.6 points per game in 28.7 minutes, by the way. He's not playing that much because they've had some blowouts. But 13.6, uh, 57.5% shooting. Last year, 56 and a half. So his last nine games or whatever, he's actually upped his his average. 33% from the field, which is his, uh, from three, which is his last year's average. 6.7 rebounds. Last year, 6.6. 3.3 assists. Last year, three assists. 
his numbers now are back in line with what they were mm. last season over this last little stretch after kind of starting on a little dip. So I think AG's back. KCP tonight I thought had a very good game. Just four or five from the field, but three steals and a block. He was a plus 15. What do you got for him to win? He was good, man. Um, three steals tonight. He comes up with steals that I feel like very few other players come up with. How? Totally, like, how does he? I, he gets steals that don't look like they should be steals. He's got fouling. like those quick ass reflexes, man. Yeah, he really. He's does. got the quickest hands and reflexes around. Um, His swipe is so he's, good. He's well officiated too, which probably is a credit to, to how good he is at it. He is at it, but he gets the benefit of the doubt on some calls that most guys you reach in. That's a whistle. Yeah, uh, he's just consistent, man. I mean, he's so consistent. Like, you just look at a guy like KCP, his numbers year to year. He's having close to the exact same season that he had last year. He's just like a percentage point off from three, a percentage point lower. Other than that, like, same percentage in the field, averaging the same points per game, same rebounds, same assists, same steals. <laughs> no, it's, it's just KCP. Yeah, he's just he's he's reliable. You just know what you're getting from him every single night. And that's on both ends of the floor. He's playing great defense because he anticipates what's happening and beats guys to the punch, uses his body every single night. But this is like a perfect stay out of the way, but when you when you're called on when you're needed, knock down your shot right. or just finish when you have to. He's like a perfect piece around these other guys because mm -hmm. you you hear Jamal, AG, Jokic, Michael Porter Jr. He knows how to like feed off of every single one yeah. of them without being in the way, without stealing anybody else's shine. Like that's a perfect player. He really is a professional. Yeah, I wonder. Um, you know, Michael Porter two of seven tonight is the only note I have for him. It's like it's funny because I thought he was fine tonight. I thought he was good. He just missed like two or three threes that I felt he should have made. I mean, my note is the ankle. Now, obviously, he played the rest of the game, which is huge. And those can be the kind of things where you're fine the night of, playing through it, adrenaline. Yeah, he, maybe he misses, actually. Uh, but then it swells up a little bit, right? I remember, Jamal came back in that game that ultimately caused the second absence. Right. Um, I mean, I don't want to put it all... Sometimes he just misses shots, so I'm not trying to blame it all on the ankle. That just... Between the grade three ankle sprain, the chop foot, the surgery, it just all feels precarious. So anytime you see him hobbling, it doesn't feel good. Um, at least he hit that clutch three. And I will say, for a guy who's, who, it's such a roller coaster experience watching him hoop sometimes, he is a sneaky clutch shooter. You don't want to put the ball in his hands in the last three minutes. But when you kick to him in but the clutch, you, you feel like it's good. But if you kick to him in the clutch, you feel like it's good. I know that wasn't like the biggest shot of the night, but that was another example of no matter <laughs> yeah. how cold he is, I'll still take an open mic to. to you, you know what the biggest shot of the night was? The yoke. The grenade that grenade. Michael Porter handed him. <laughs> yeah. yoke. So late in the game, and this was a, an important moment. Like the Nuggets it was a massive it. shot. This might have been when it was at five. Porter throws Yoke a, a grenade, and there was not enough time for Yoke to catch and shoot. So Yoke catches it and just kind of like goes like, just like catches a push. it, heaves it, push yeah. shots it. Man, you Nothing knew it was it. Nothing but you know that one was good, man. Yeah. That See, Mike ridiculous. actually just understands that yeah, if you give Yoke not yeah. enough time to think. Yeah, that's how he reacts best. Yeah. That's um, how he gets assists. One by last way. note I have from this game, because I don't want to go line by well, I'll just go to Zeke Naji. His line's funny tonight. Zero points on O of three shooting, three rebounds, one assist, one steal, two blocks. I can't believe you guys have made me the same way I did with Rudy Gobert when everyone turned on him and I had to become the Rudy Gobert guy just to <laughs> 
bring it back to where it was supposed to be. Adam loves martyring himself with tapes. I, I'm such a martyr, man. And then I have to do the same with Zeke Naji. This is what it's way more uncomfortable than it was with Gobert. I thought he was actually fine tonight. I thought he did some stuff that was very good and useful. And when the second unit was getting stops and having that great run uh, in the second quarter, you know, he was a part of it. He's a part of it. So part of me goes, well, I don't want to sit here and say this was an awesome Zeke Naji game because it wasn't. <laughs> um, I'm glad he played tonight, and I just hope that he can have some games like this. I thought he played well. Um, defensively, he was really good, especially in the first half. <laughs> he had two blocks. Yeah, he had a big block, too, like a yeah, monster one. A bit, I mean, he was getting deflections. He was responsible for a couple of turnovers. I think he was credited with one steal. Um, I I mean, I, I've been on record. I, I think Zeke Naji is, <laughs> brings a dynamic to this team that they don't have with DeAndre Jordan. And I kind of like that he is the complete opposite player that DeAndre Jordan is right because there really is room to use both of them and a Zeke Najee run will be great for Denver both in the short term because it helps the team and both in the long term because it can up his trade value it, it will really help the Nuggets and him out and yeah I mean there's definitely room for Zeke having a role with this team this year absolutely Zeke was not good but he was not bad in this game but if he finishes a few of those around the rim, that yeah, if he could just make a layup, if he made those, then we will be saying this was a good game You're right, from Dev. him. Honest be question though, Kenny, well, just that's dunk the scariest the ball, part. Man. Just it, dunk it. Two of those shots were like atrocious. I couldn't even believe that he missed them. It <laughs> was like you're supposed, to, you're supposed to make those. It's like what, what, a, six, what a six ten dude misses the layup and it doesn't hit rim. Yeah, like you're like, what, what is that? What how? you know? What, you know who he he's reminds a, he's me? He's athletic of? too. Yeah, yeah. You know who he reminds me of though with those shots? Me? No, Nurkic. Oh. Don't you remember oh, how oh, Nurk yeah. would always have little jump hooks and it'd be like the worst touch yeah. you ever saw? And you're like, what are you doing? But I think it's because with both guys, they don't like getting blocked, so they kind of like get nervous and like go quick yeah. and stuff, you know? Yeah, but once the the shot starts falling, if he gives that same type of intensity, same type of pressure. Those are going to be good games. You don't need him to score a ton. You just want him to make a few of those layups that he's, he's taken. And that's a good Zeke Naji game. And like Harrison said, there are a lot of games that you're going to be able to use Zeke because of what he brings. And then you also have the ability to bring in DeAndre on those nights that you need to. So make a few uh, more baskets, and that's not a bad game. Man, our big takeaways, Dev, were that this kind of felt like the nuggets to us in, in the whole picture, you know? And remember, dude, at the beginning of the season, there were a lot of games that looked like this from Zeke where we still said good job because the right, bench played right. good defense. Correct. I think tonight's another good example of Man, that. Man, I like that. Now, the second stint, not as good as the first, but they did what they wanted to do, and Zeke was a part of that, you know? Now, offensively, he's a near zero right now, and I get it, but... Again, like we use the word identity probably too many times to start the year, and this was another good example of one of those games. I, I actually I love those points, man. I think they're all good because you're right. This did look like what we think the second unit can be, and I am worried about Zeke Naji's offense because that second unit doesn't have a ton of offense, and then you give one guy that like the ball keeps falling in his lap, and you're like, oh, my God, it's not going to work. That being said, that defense looks for real. You guys notice, man, Zeke Naji always gets shots drained in his eye, though. He had like three or four of those tonight where it was perfect defense. Guys like have to throw up it's a grenade so true, and they drain man. it right in his face. And I'm like, man, that sucks. 
Yeah, it's because he got a short wingspan. He might be so, one of he's just like one of those guys that's like I'm that kidding. Happens I think his wingspan's kind of You know normal. what I mean? Yeah. Perfect long, defense. Here's nine points on your head. I just hope we get a little Zeke Naji stint here to go off of because again, I said this the other day on the show, but it's best for the Nuggets if he's good. This idea, like they can't trade him this year. DeAndre Jordan's not going to be the guy you want to rely upon in the playoffs. You know, like you, you want this guy to be able to get you through the regular season and maybe even be an asset to you. And to do that, there's a lot of work, and it's kind of got to start now. Like Zeke's got to start getting a rhythm now. Uh, and I think we're two games in a row where I would say that's exactly what happened. Um, my last note here. You guys noticed this has been a trend this year. Michael Malone commented on it in the postgame last game. 29 assists, which is a good number. I think it's about their average. Eight turnovers. Yeah. Now, the Toronto doesn't force a lot of turnovers, but Denver has had a knock on wood. They've been very good at protecting the ball this year. They have, and I think you can point to a number of things. Continuity. Yeah. The same starting five from a year ago. Mm-hmm. You know, that wasn't the case last year. And they've got continuity with the bench now. Reggie Jackson's handling the ball mostly with the bench. He has barely turned it over this year. He's turned it over like once a game, twice a game, maybe. And um, this group knows how to play with one another. They know what they're going to do every time down. Um, When Nikola Jokic is out there, obviously. But now the bench. um, The the bench knows what its identity now is, too, with Reggie Jackson kind of running the show. Um, Jokic also has not been as experimental with his passes I feel like this year he's been in years past he hasn't had a ton of games where he's been at like the eight <laughs> nine assist mark which there were instances of that last season he's taking care of the ball more and um yeah continuity's big though yeah all right let's take a break on the other side we'll get to super chats and we gotta do an important ATA today guys right, we have to do it Guys, when you get hurt, Bax and Shanker is here to help. They've been winning, winning for Colorado families. They've been doing so for more than 25 years. So if you get hurt in an accident, you give Bacchus and Shanker a call and you don't pay them any money until they win your case. So while they're working on your case, upfront fees, lawyer, you don't worry about any of that stuff until they win you money and win your case. Uh, call them today, 222-2222. It's easy to remember. If you need help with any kinds of injury cases where you weren't at fault, car accidents, motorcycle, rideshare, pedestrians, trucks, if you're injured at work, give them a call as well for free. Bax and Janker wins. All right, guys, quiet, quiet. Turn the music down downstairs. Do you guys hear that? What's that sound? <gasps> no! no! You don't have it? Adam, do it. Don't right. make noise. You just get okay. the read You queue one up. Gonna, you know when what? it's appropriate, you. you just I jump in. You guys. The, the, the actual read is for Kale. Red Hawk Roofing. Man. Quality materials, decades of experience, quick response time, Colorado's <laughs> best estimators and contractors, and my favorite part, huge DNVR supporters. Ask them what they think of Zeke or let them work. It's up to you. Uh, free, no obligation roofing prop. That's it. That was a raptor. There it is. <laughs> you hear that sound? You guys hear that? It's incredible. It's like a loop. You hear that sound, and you just know. You just know that you should place a call. There's other sounds here. Right, that sounds like that's the, like the best roofers like around. Somebody dying. Can help you out if you're <laughs> looking for a new roof over your home or business. Be sure to check out Red Hawk Roofing at RedHawkRoofing.com, and please do tell them that DMVR sent you. We got you, Red Hawk. I wasn't gonna let that go without a, a sound. I don't care what <laughs> Kale's doing back there. <laughs> All right. 
It's time for everybody's favorite part of the show. Around the Association. Around the Association. Hey. Who's our presenting sponsor tonight, Gail? No, another ATA with no sponsor. Man, that's somebody's tough. gonna. They're gonna do their thing. Someone's gonna step up. Yeah. They're gonna Someone's step up, on. and their name is gonna be getting called every time. So that somebody, could be, somebody that could be do it. Empty man. space on that graph. Let's just start in a place that I didn't expect good things to happen. The Sixers beat the Timberwolves. You want to start here? We got to start is here. Is this man. a good thing? This. It is a good thing, but it's not a good thing. I'm gonna we pretend wanted, I'm happy. We wanted the Timberwolves. Hell yeah, to the Wolves lose. went down. Dad, Dad, Dad's right about that. Bro, I'm telling you, man. We the Dad's Timberwolves right will be number one in the West in a month. <sighs> give it, give it a month, maybe less. I love that. Let's pivot. The Wolves are actually bad. Actually, not good. Oh, Let's man. pivot our takes. I mean, if they would have won this, I would have been like, that, they're, that they're thing ready. about peaking too right. early. Hold on a second. Embiid has been ducking the good team, so he didn't play tonight, did he? Oh, not only did he play, he was incredible in this game. He had as many free throws made as field goals made <laughs> well, as well. Which is a that, real sign of dominance. Yeah, that is a, Dude, but, he has 17 free throws made. 17 of 18 from the field. He went 17 of 25 from the field. 50, or sorry, from the free throw line. He had 51 points, 12 rebounds. In this game. All right, I'm not going to lie. 51 points against that defense, that's the number one insane. defense in the NBA, featuring Gobert. That's, I got to tip my hat, man. I did not think... He would play, let alone put up a big number like that. I think that we got to end the MVP race. You're joking, but I'll, I'll tell you this. I'm not. I'll tell you this. <laughs> Embiid has, I think, uh, done enough already to have a comfortable lead. I mean, he is on fire right now. He's scoring 30 points every single game, 40 points most games, yeah. and not even playing in the fourth quarter. And tonight to go up against them and do that, like, I actually, I got, I'm got, i not even kidding, got to tip my hat. They're doing, they doing straw poll MVPs this year or what? They are. I'm already putting my vote in. Oh. <laughs> 51 points. Who'd you vote Tyrese, for? I'm not going to tell you. Tyrese Maxey had 35, so they had 86 points That's combined. That is crazy. And against that defense? Because even Maxey has a tough matchup. McDaniels, Nikhil, like. Yeah. That's that, impressive, that's crazy. Um, MVP race over. Anthony Edwards at 27 points. Carl Anthony Towns, 23 points. Towns got into foul trouble very, very early. Four, yeah, um, four fouls early. Nas Reed was a minus 27 in this game. They lost it when he got out there. And I know that Embiid just feasted on him. Feasted on him. That wasn't fun to get through. Let's keep going. I, but let's talk about I just do think we should talk about it right now. I mean, Embiid is on a great run. Like Embiid has been good for years now, and he's had good runs. I feel like this is the best run of his career. Well, it, it is easily. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I do think there's something to it. And I'll tell you what, I think the 76ers are for real. Not because they have a great all-around team, but one, because the East, I think, is a, a little flimsy. I oh, mean, classic Milwaukee, East. Boston, Milwaukee, I'm just not buying those teams to the full extent. Um, we could start to see. Last year, they didn't do it. They haven't been doing this, and I feel like they should, but Yoke, Embiid, Nuggets, Sixers, Maxi, Murray... I kind of see this as like, you know who I think the two best teams are <laughs> in each conference? I don't know. I'm just saying it feels more real than it ever has to me. It is December 20th. It's December 20th. We've got a long way to it's go. It's not even the solstice yet. we got a lot of regular season games to play. We're trying to predict the summer I solstice would, game. I would personally hate to see Joel Embiid put so much into the regular season 
that he doesn't have enough in the tank for the playoffs and to live up to that matchup with the Nuggets in the finals. I would hate to see that, Adam. Well, look, man, of course he has all the onus is on him, right? That's this is the nice thing about being on our side of this, but all I'm oh, saying you, is of the, the championship. Yeah, because the championship. Oh, right, yeah, right. Yeah. right. No, I mean look, listen, it's not easy to hit long twos and free throws in December, but can you do it in the summer? Can you do it in the summer? Let's find sure. out. All right, what else, Dev? Miami beats Orlando Magic, 115-106. They won this one without Jimmy Butler. Um, Tyler Hero was the big guy in this game. 28 points from him um, to lead all scores. Would There's you rather of, have him or Dame? Man, what happened to my... Oh, Paolo Bancaro, 2 of 12? Yeah, he did not play well. Cole Anthony was the only one that was really well in this game. 20 points. Um, not much on that side. I can't believe that... Uh, they beat them without Jimmy Butler. I just feel like they need him. I don't, I don't even know if Larry even played in this game. Um, the Pacers win 144-113 over the Hornets. The Hornets suck. They actually do um, blow a lot of actually. minuses. A lot of minuses in, uh, in that game. Terry Rozier almost had a triple-double, and they got murdered. I just and forget murdered. he's still in the league because I don't want Charlotte. He's their best player. Yeah, because I don't want Charlotte on yeah, the Dude, the ball went out, and his... He he got the green light. <laughs> oh, so he's true. gonna get the green light no matter who he's he like, plays for. He don't here. care. Um, Twenty-five points for Buddy Hill to lead uh, their team. Nineteen points, thirteen assists for Halliburton. He hasn't really. Been, I mean, that's a good game, but he hasn't been the same since. Bro, since the tournament, them and the Lakers, they both have like struggled. This in-season tournament, I kept telling Emotional everybody. Emotional letdown. I told everybody, everybody wait, everybody just wait, everybody wait, because those two teams are kind of struggling out of the tournament. Like, I wonder if that'll impact teams next year to be like, we're not going to win this tournament, and then we'll go on an zero and four. We're all tired. Like, oh, it's like when you win the home run derby. Is that what happens? And you can't hit a home run. A lot of guys decline home run derbies because it messes up your swing and you get fatigued because you're just trying to hit dingers instead yeah, of but instead of how many days instead off of you sliders. Get? No, I think it's honestly just more about training. For yeah, it. really. And it's so exhausting to just hit like a bunch of dingers in a row. Wow. I would know, you know, as someone who just yeah, can't yeah. stop well, hitting sir. dingers, yeah. it's it exhausting. DMVR Rockies dongle. Shout out. <laughs> Cleveland Cavaliers win 124-116 over the Utah Jazz. I was excited to see Donovan Mitchell in this game. He did not play. <laughs> Who steps up in his absence? Sam Merrill. This man is going off. I points. thought you were going to leave that one for me. Yeah. There's another one. There's another one over there. Okay. I'm just, just checking. White guy. Did you tell me the other guy that, that did it's really well win. in that game? Yeah. Was it uh, Kelly Olenek? <laughs> <laughs> no. Keep going. Who else? Uh, Who else was it? Did? Walker Kessler? Oh, keep Dude, going. Cleveland, Cleveland got a lot of your guys. They got they got matched. Oh, Cleveland. I thought you were talking about Utah. Utah. I thought you were oh, talking Utah, bad. too. You Utah keep going. Marketing? Was it Fontecchio? I'm not going to lie. There was a lot of white guys in this game. Utah got a lot of them, and I didn't know Cleveland had so many either. This is, oh. this is wild. Um, Laurie Markkinen had 26 points, 10 um, rebounds. Taylor Horton Tucker, 19 points, 11 assists. I can't believe he gets his – like, that body – like, I can't believe it's playing that well in the, um, the NBA. This was not a fun game, Utah versus uh, Cleveland. Yeah, nobody's let's, watching that Let's game. keep it moving. New York Knicks win 121-102 versus the Brooklyn Nets. Yikes, Nets coming in on a loss. Coming in on a loss. Julius Randle had 26 points, 9 of 20 from the field. He also gets to the free throw line. Jalen Brunson had 23 points. Is that him? Nope. 
Oh, that's you. That, that's what. That's Dante Di oh, Dante DiVincenzo <laughs> had 23 <laughs> points and 8 you. rebounds. My bad. 5 like, of 10 shooting from 3. We should make ATA just where Dev reads all the black players. <laughs> we read all the white players. We just go from there. This was funny as like an uh, inside joke, but now that we're saying it out loud. <laughs> no, it's uncomfortable. It's less funny. Cam yeah. Thomas had uh, 20 points on the other side of things. Yeah. Cam Thomas is good. On the other side of things. Cam Thomas that. is good. Um, I get it. Atlanta Hawks win 134-127 against the Rockets. How are the Rockets? The Rockets suck so bad, man. Trey Young had 30 points, 14 assists. Rockets just Bogdan Bogdanovich, 22 points, 5 assists off the bench. That now, man is on Jabari fire. Smith on the other side of things had 34 points, 13 rebounds. Ooh. Fred Van Vliet, 32 points, 15 assists. They had, they had some buckets in this game. Um, just not enough. Um, also, right now, there is a dog no, fight. You got one more game you didn't get to. Who was the game? Lakers Bulls. Go for, go for it. The Lakers lose to the Chicago Bulls. By the way, Chicago Bulls, I saw the best meme the other day. You know the, like, what is the, like, high handshake, you know? And it was Zach Levine playing. Zach Levine not playing, <laughs> ruining his trade value. That's <laughs> so true. He plays, his trade value goes down. Yeah. He's out, and the Bulls are rolling. I know. The Bulls are feasting without Zach Levine. <laughs> Meanwhile, the Lakers, remember when they won that thing in the middle of the year that, that in, they went to Vegas and the they played that thing? Yeah. It, was that a tournament? The cup for the NBA Cup. Oh, the cup. That's right. Yeah, that thing. They suck. They really might have sold. LeBron might have sold his soul for the NBA Cup. Uh, honestly, thank you, LeBron, for legitimizing the event. Yeah. <laughs> Illegitimizing the regular season, though. Listen, the Lakers are not bastions of regular season. The Chicago the, Bulls the, keep winning. Do you guys know that meme I keep posting of the fake DJ with his buddies? Yeah, and I love that, so that song was just playing. What a treat, dude. <laughs> what, a, what a treat. The uh, Lakers looked so well in that in-season tournament, honestly. They have not been the same team. Pacers really haven't been the same team either. Like, yeah. do, you, do you know who went off tonight? Man, six-man favorite, Austin Reeves. 21 points tonight, you guys. Oh, man, I forgot about him. Minus 22 he was. <laughs> Minus 22 he was. I did was not forget game. about Alex Caruso, though, who's playing more with Zach Levino. They're good. I mean, I kind of like the Bulls. They're like very – you know what's funny is the Bulls are not out of it either. They've been playing well lately. They're, they're, I'm saying they're, they're are – where are the Bulls at? They're only at one game back of the playoffs right now. Are the Bulls back? They still have to trade Stop Zach it. Levine. Stop it. One game back from the Eastern Conference playoffs. Play what, play what a threat. I'm just saying. All you I'd rather is... miss the playoffs in the West than be in the plane in the East. <laughs> you know what's funny is AK, our guy, got flamed for saying he wanted to see how the Bulls play without Levine first. Aging well? Bro. Aging well? I'm rooting for the Bulls, mostly because I love our CHGO guys. All right, what do we got super chat-wise, Kale? Want to read this? Yeah. <laughs> Drippington, old marriage, new marriage with Jokic begun. Old, old marriage and remember new the beginning of the game oh, or right. in the pregame, she was contemplating ending the marriage. She, she ended her marriage, ended it, but with Jokic, she's she's bad together. Uh, He's a good man. He's a good man. Condolences on the first marriage. Congrats on the shoes. Congrats deal, on, the, on the second. <laughs> Nico Perez, what Nuggets player's game has become the most Jokic-like since playing with the big fella? Thoughts, boys. Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon, for sure. Uh, Jamal sure. Murray, you have to put up there. I'm telling you guys, though, I had this take. I went on radio today in Canada. Nice. To prepare for this nice. One. I'm not trying nice to brag, brag with you guys. Yeah. I'm oh, trying it's crazy. Flex on you. Big market. And I'm telling you, Peyton Watson might be the new Eric Gordon. He might be trying to get his PhD from Jokic University right now. And I, I am so excited about that. Yeah. Maybe. It's a good take. 
The boy's, the boy's dad, dad. Joker adjusts his thermostat as needed to keep things comfortable. That's a bar. That Energy is Energy efficient and will leave plenty in the tank for the Bro, playoffs. Bro, that's a subtle part. Right, Energy cool. efficiency, man. You just wrote the grades for me tonight. Yeah, yeah totally use that one. That's yeah, great. Well, that's just the whole paragraph. Five, 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 five ish. All the nuggets are good. ATA, ATA, ATA. Joker plus Blue Arrow plus Curious Mike plus Silver Surfer <laughs> plus Big Government plus. Oh, Reggie. Oh no. Yeah, that's got to be Reggie. That's Pope. Oh, Pope. Yeah. thank you. That's a, a religious That's a building. Yeah. Thank you. It's a church. Pope plus Reggie plus, plus Christian Brown. plus oh, oh, Piwa. That's Piwa. Piwa. Oh, yeah. And Strawberry. Strawberry. And Piano Man. Piano Man. Reggie sneaking in with the emoji. Yeah. Piano that's Man. A good one. That, that is a good one. <laughs> I love it. For the listeners, that's kind of like an insight. So Zeke plays the piano. Yeah, yeah, he uh, plays it. Jeremy J. Rock Michael. Fellas, been a minute. Merry Christmas and happy holidays. You guys continue to provide the best coverage of the Nuggets. $8.88 Hell in yeah, honor man. of Peace Walk. Nice. Bro, I am so... Peyton Watson to me, man. Oh, <clears throat> Makes me so happy. You guys ready to get out of here on a banger? Let's do it. Diz, <laughs> eat chicken nuggets, heat microwave. Boom. <laughs> Let's that's, do it. That's backwards like illegal Pete's. That is backwards. Def <laughs> <laughs> got chipped today. Uh, all right, hit that outro music. What a fun one. I would call this almost an ordinary win for the Nugs, but you know what? It's tough to go play north of the border. It's tough, honestly. Yeah. And uh, Nuggets go there. I would call it a workmanlike dominant performance. Good win. It's a good win. Good win. And now they go to Brooklyn. Michael Malone called this a business trip. We hey, should go. It's a business trip. I've got some boys in Brooklyn. You guys want to go? You have some boys in Brooklyn? Yeah, no, not really. No not sleep. really. No sleep to <laughs> Sounds like there. a long flight. I was thinking drive. Uh, Nuggets 1-0 <laughs> on a three-game road trip. Let's see if they can make it. We are off tomorrow, but we will be back on Friday uh, for that game against Brooklyn. We'll see you there.